On this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Joy Spencer. We are talking about bringing out that creativity that lives in all of us. Even if you don't think of yourself as a creative person, you have the ability to create. And as entrepreneurs, we need to exercise that muscle and make sure that our creativity flourishes. This is the first installment of the bonus series going this week that features different experts in various fields. The podcast released this week are shortened versions of the actual interviews. So stay tuned in the future to hear the full length interview either featured on the podcast or I will be releasing videos on YouTube. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Get the Balance Right, a podcast for creative rebels, freaks, misfits, and geeks tired of working for the man. If you want to monetize your talents through media creation and production, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're just starting out, have a side hustle, or want to take your business to the next level, this podcast will help you profit from your superpowers. I'm your host, Heather Zeitzwolf, longtime vegan, Gen Xer, cat mom, drag queen enthusiast, and collector of weird dolls and lunchboxes. By using my professional background in business, marketing, design, and finance, I will help you move from passion to profit. If you're ready to crush your fears, take action, and do things scrappy, then together, let's get the balance right. Joy Spencer, welcome to Get the Balance Right podcast. Thank you. It is such a pleasure and honor to be here, Heather. I appreciate being invited. Joy, when you're talking about lifetime of creation, explain to me, what exactly do you mean by that? I always talk more about creating than I do creativity because I think people sometimes get stuck in their head about creativity. They're like, oh, I'm not creative. So I'm like, okay, but you can create. Like you've mm -hmm. seen, you have evidence of that. It's an action. I come from a family that was really supported creativity. So that was really ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think a lot of people lose that as they grow older, unless maybe they have children and then they get out the coloring books or something. But I think a lot of people drop that idea of creating and being creative in the act of creation. And it doesn't have to be artsy. We're not no, talking about artsy. We're talking about just creating something. It's like making your brain be active in a different way. When you talk about creation, what are some of the things that we're talking about? A professional creating a, a process or a new way of doing work, or when you create a project that mm -hmm. didn't exist before, or an event, it's a, a particular experience. That is all act of creating, bringing something to life. And you're often using your gifts. And the powerful thing about that is it's like the evidence of all the things that you're always talking about. You might be, I'm really great at this. This is my strength. But once you've created something and someone has experienced it, like you, you created the meal and they tasted it. There's the evidence that you don't have to prove. It's like the proof of the pudding is in the eating of it. There's so many different ways in which we're all always creating that people don't know, which is why I have this thing. I call it a resume excavation, where I take people's back through their resume to look at all the moments where they created something which already exists. Like, look, you've already done this. You're already doing this. And maybe this is something you want to create more of in the future or not. 
But just to give you a sense of this is not something new to you. So it's not something that's outside the realm of possibility. It's not just something that's just entrepreneurs or just the artsy people, but everybody just by sheer fact of being a human being and having gifts and talents, we're always creating. It's just pinpointing it, paying attention to it and doing more of it. You talk about superpowers. I talk about profiting superpowers. And so Mm -hmm. to me, that is the alignment of all your experience, your skills, your talents, aligning with your passions, and then aligning that with someone's pain point. If you have a target market that you're wanting to work with and their pain point is something that all of these things, when they converge, you can solve that pain point and people will pay you for it. That's a profiting superpower. I've defined superpowers a little bit differently, but it's all still interconnected. What we're reclaiming is this power and ability of ours to create and to bring something into the world to use our gifts and talents to actually create. So I always push people to not just be in your headspace, but what is a specific product, service, experience, or project that you are going to bring to life that doesn't exist right now and share and offer in service, paid or free, to at least one other person. So you can see the response and reaction that they have to that, see the impact that it has. Mm -hmm. And impact is more closely to what I'm thinking about with superpowers. I think your superpower is how you leave people feeling, the impact you have on others, how they feel, and most importantly, how they feel about themselves as a result of them interacting with that thing that you've created. Because that's your legacy. That's like the residual effects, the tastes that you leave in their mouth. So Mm -hmm. someone interacts with you, you create this particular thing, you have a particular product, or let's say you put on these great experiences, these great events. Let's say you're, that's your thing, taking people on these retreats. So that's the thing that you create. That's your particular thing. You're in the experience realm. It's your personal brand. And then people go and then they have this amazing experience. What are all the feelings that they have as a result? And your ability to elicit that feeling in people over and over again is your superpower. And your ability to elicit a certain feeling in them about themselves is your superpower. When they come away feeling maybe more connected to the world or they feel empowered or they feel like they can really do this particular thing, that's your superpower because it's how you can have an impact on the world and communities and folks around you. It's less about you and more about the impact that you're having and your legacy on other folks. They're all connected, the creating and then the impact of that creation, which is your superpower demonstrated. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to toot my own horn that my superpower (laughs) is I love to cook vegan food and people have it and their experience is, oh my God, I can't even believe this is vegan. This is just amazing. And they can't wait to come back and have my cooking. Whether they remember what exactly they ate is not really relevant. It's really how they felt after the meal. But they come for it again and again. And you probably also have a transformative impact on them as well in that they start to think about vegan food and the possibilities of vegan food as part and incorporated into their lives differently as a result of that meal that you created. Wow. Yeah. There's this ripple effect that happens with the superpower. That is such an important part of being a human being and why you're here and why you're here to create with your gifts and offering them in service. Now, when you get to activate your gifts for others, it's about what can I create, bring to life with my gifts and offer in service, either paid or free to at least one other person. Now you're thinking about bringing that to life, bringing it into the world. What is the product, service, experience, or project I'm going to bring to life that's an expression of my gifts that I want to offer so that the world can be 
better, or at least one other person can be impacted. And I say at least one other person because I believe that it's better that it's alive and small than big and dead. Just like it's just there in your imagination and you're like, I can't figure out how to sell this to 10,000 people, so I'm not going to do it. But what if you can offer it in service to at least one other person, like your neighbor or your mom or someone who is going to benefit from it? So again, getting out of that, it's got to be big or you got to go home mindset that we tend to have, which tends to swallow up all creativity or idea of creating because people have these big astronomical ideas. And they're like, if I can't be Beyonce, if I can't be Oprah, then I'm nothing and I'm nobody. And I should just sit down in a corner and be quiet. No, absolutely not. That's being completely irresponsible with the gifts that you have. That's why we say it's about at least one other person. And we can all do that. With those baby steps, you actually will have more impact with that one person than if you were to spread yourself thin with this sort of big idea. And also with a big idea, you don't really know until you test it out. You might need to test and tweak it. And that one person can give you a lot of feedback and be very thankful for all the things that you're helping them with and or whatever. Exactly. So you really want to be paying attention to and tracking how your creation, the thing that you're creating is doing in the world that you put it out to. And it doesn't have to be like elaborate spreadsheets, but it's just about being the act of observing, tracking the feedback that you're getting and asking people questions like, what are you getting out of this? What's the impact of this on you? And now you're back to the drawing board in a sense of these are the tweaks and changes that I might make in order to serve or this thing really sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Joy, thank you so much for being on the show. Tell us how people can get to know you, your podcast, Reframe to Create. That's also the name of your website. Is that right? Yes, yes. So they can visit reframe to create.com. And if the, once you go to the website, you have an opportunity to download a free ebook, which is essentially the six steps that I use in my podcast. I'm always happy to help folks who are looking to tap more into their creating power and looking to create something. <laughs> <laughs> 